Hey everybody, on today's Locked On Bama, we're going to keep talking about Alabama and the NCAA tournament. We're also going to do some quick hitters right at the beginning of the program. I mean, there's been some big news all over the sports world. Some of it affects Alabama, some of it not so much, but it is indirect. And we like to talk about everything. So we're going to do that. And we're also going to continue Jimmy Stein's roster countdown. All that coming up on Locked On Bama. I don't know how to do this. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey again, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Say awesome, awesome again. Doing awesome. Big time. There we go. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm that awesome. It, this is if you're a sports nerd, and I, I'm the biggest sports nerd there is. This is an incredible week. I mean, it's Monday, and and the players' championship was on all day. And there's NFL free agency and Major League Baseball free agency and trades. And 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 this upcoming weekend is the best college basketball weekend of the entire year. And Alabama's in the midst of spring training, and there's all sorts of quarterback news in the NFL. Uh, this is a sports palooza. So yeah, I'm doing awesome. Thank you for saying awesome again, because uh, it leads me into a story which you've already heard, but you're going to pretend like that you haven't heard it before, because we did a segment for five minutes, and then you got a phone call, and it ruined everything, so we had to start over. But I'm going to tell the same story I told in that segment last time by saying that whenever somebody says awesome, I always think of Louis C.K.'s bit where he talks about awesome possum. He has a shirt that says awesome possum on it. It has a picture of the possum. It's so cool. He just thinks it's a weird shirt. He's so he bought it. One day, he's hanging out at a coffee shop, and some beatnik walks out of the coffee shop, and uh, he has the awesome possum shirt on. And Louis C.K. looks at him like, wow, that's so weird. You know, and Louis C.K. did this thing, you know, where you point it, point at him, point at him back and forth, back and forth. And the guy looked at him like, get away from me, dude. What, what the heck's wrong with you? And uh, Louis C.K. was like, you know, I wanted to tell that guy to go to hell. That's an interesting shirt. What is weird that we both have it on. And then he said, I looked down and I realized I didn't have the shirt on. So the guy, I must have looked insane just pointing at him and then pointing at me back and forth. Anyway. <laughs> Um, other than that, the biggest news of the day was Tom Brady returning to football. Not a surprise to yours truly. I knew this was going to happen. Wouldn't shock me if he played more than one more year. But um, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for football. I think it's better. The NFL, in true NFL fashion, continues to steal the spotlight from anything and everything. They stole the spotlight from the, the brackets yesterday. That's amazing. Um, but this could be good for somebody like O.J. Howard. And good Lord, I wish that Mari Cooper had hold, held on a couple of more days. And uh, maybe he could have finagled his way down to Tampa because that would have been cool instead of going to purgatory in Cleveland. And meanwhile, I do feel ultra sorry for the dude who spent $514,000 to buy the the last touchdown, air quotes for people listening to the podcast, uh, touchdown pass that Tom Brady threw, that football was auctioned for $514,000. It is now worth approximately $19.99, which is the price you pay for a football like that. <laughs> well, I guess anybody that spends that sort of money on that sort of thing has $500,000 to waste, I guess. I mean, the, I, to me, you sort of almost get what's coming, you know. Uh, it's, it's, so I, I, I'm not I'm not going to lose sleep over that guy. I am going to lose sleep for, uh, for, for fans of sports who don't like the NFL 
because man, the NFL, it, it just gets better all the time. It's more fun all the time. To me, the storylines are great. Tom Brady's another great storyline. Uh, all the quarterbacks switching teams, uh, Russell Wilson to Denver, Mitch Trubisky today goes to Pittsburgh. Carson Wentz goes to the Washington Commanders. Uh, Deshaun Watson's going to end up in probably in Carolina, maybe in New Orleans, or it could be a surprise. Uh, but Watson going home to the Carolinas, uh, you know, where you play college football at Clemson would be a big story. Uh, just fun stuff all over. And, and, and Jacksonville picked up a couple of offensive linemen today, or at least one, a big time guard. I, I hope this isn't negatively affecting Evan Neal's chances to be the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, they also picked up Christian Kirk, former Texas A&M standout who returned a punt for a touchdown against Alabama, if I remember many moons ago. Um, Jimmy, another movement in basketball in, and um, in the SEC, Frank Martin and South Carolina have parted ways. And why South Carolina wouldn't do every scratch and claw to, and do everything to, to get that man to stay? is beyond me. One of the top five players in the country is in South Carolina. They felt like South Carolina led for him as long as Frank Martin was there. And Frank Martin no longer there means they probably won't get him. He'll probably go to Duke. Um, just, just a weird, weird parting of the ways there. And then, of course, you have Will Wade gone at LSU. We've talked about that a little bit. I think the NCAA is going to absolutely destroy LSU's basketball program, and I think they should. Uh, Georgia has hired away Mike White which is a puzzling hire. It's better than Tom Crean, but it's not like, you know, they went from a D plus coach to a C plus coach. So, and now what's Florida going to do? It's just it's some weird wild stuff in the SEC and Ben Howland's about to be fired. I feel very, very strongly about that at Mississippi State. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's pink slip city in the SEC. I mean, gosh, so many changes. And the thing about South Carolina in particular, and this, this also, I think to some extent, I'm talking about Mississippi State, too. But I'll just say this about, about those firings. When Ole Miss fired Andy Kennedy, did they upgrade? Are they better off today when they after they fired Andy Kennedy? And I'm not saying that some programs should accept mediocrity. I'm just saying Frank Martin got South Carolina to a Final Four. Did he just wake up and forget how to coach? Did he... Does he not know the things now that he knew then? Did he stop trying to field a competitive team? I don't think so. Uh, it's just hard to do uh, year after year after year. Uh, Alabama is certainly proof of that. It's just very difficult to build a, a, an elite program and keep it there. Uh, so few do. The, the ones that do are on the short list of what we call blue bloods. Uh, I would just warn South Carolina, Mississippi State, uh, Florida, uh, a, a lot of these schools that are making changes. Missouri, if good luck upgrading, good luck. Yeah. If you think you're going to upgrade, give it a shot. Sure, sure. Let's check back in three years and, and see if you upgraded. Jimmy, man, do I love March Madness and I love those brackets, but I can't remember the last time I actually went deep or even won any money on any of these brackets. I'm hedging my bets this year, though, with Stat Heroes NCAA picking contests. Stat Heroes NCAA single game pickums pits the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from these handicappers that you know you can't stand, but you need, that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or any funky props. Stat Hero is the easiest way to get your sports action fixed. The simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing in minutes. 
Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on. Terms and condition may apply as per usual. Jimmy, a couple of recruiting notes and then. We'll talk a little more basketball, and then I'll get to your countdown in the third segment. Um, Hunter Osborne, a, a player I love uh, at yep. Hewitt Trustful, has released his top ten. I mean, no surprise, Alabama's on it. Um, I mean, really, when it's a top ten and there are only 120 teams, I mean, he didn't. Eliminated <laughs> 50 teams you knew wouldn't go in, and then there's 30 teams you probably knew he wouldn't go into. So he really only eliminated about half of them. But um, anywho, uh, Alabama's on it. Auburn's on it. I like Alabama's chances. I feel like he's one of the more underrated players, even though he's considered to be a top ten player in this state. I think I don't think he's ever going to be five star status, but I think he's high four star. Yeah, I like uh, him a lot. I, I also agree he's underrated where he's ranked at the moment. He's probably a guy that's going to be moving up the rankings as we as the cycle progresses. I like him a, a whole lot. He just came along at a time where the state is loaded with great talent, especially at his position. Alabama probably has Peter Woods and James Smith, maybe even Kelby Collins ahead of him at his position. So whether he's a take, you know, today for Alabama, I'm not 100% sure. I'm sure Alabama would like to know something more on Woods and Smith and Collins, uh, and, that, and that'll all happen in due time. It's crazy how good the in-state group is, Luke. I think it's a situation where they're going to be uh, juggling a little bit to, to get as many of these kids as they can in and, and try not to hurt feelings. But it's almost like even in state-wise, there's too many kids for the spots that they have. But but right now, Hunter Osborne is probably the fourth or fifth uh, in-state defensive lineman. That's crazy. Many, many, many years he would be number one. Uh, but but he's probably fifth, uh, or, or you know, with, with Collins and even Tamarian Parker at uh, Central and Phoenix City is an outstanding defensive line prospect. So deep, deep group in state. But man, I do like Hunter Osborne. His his list is funny though to me of the of the ten. He's narrowed it to ten, and uh, without knowing anything at all other than high four star, Trustville, Alabama defensive lineman. I, I think I, I might could have named all ten schools. Now, I mean, it, I, it, there weren't really surprises on there. That that was my point. I mean, yeah. I mean, th- that was the most obvious top ten that's ever top ten. So, um, <laughs> Jimmy, uh, real quick about basketball because we have a few days to talk about this, and we don't even know who we're playing yet. So, I mean, I'm not really in a posture to uh, go off about what the heck's going to happen because we don't know if we're playing Rutgers or Notre Dame. Um, I did talk to. Um, Brian Passing, friend of the program, um, and I think they're going to head out to San Diego either late Tuesday or early Wednesday. Um, he has fond memories of the last trip to San Diego when uh, we beat Marquette but ended up losing a pretty close game to UCLA and um, in the in the round of 32. I think he feels okay. I mean, he Brian's typically pretty optimistic regardless, but I think he feels pretty good, and um, he's still overall satisfied with the year. Like I said, he's always taking a macro look at things. So that's positive. Um, anything else you want to throw out there? I know this. Jay Billis picked every game in the NCAA tournament. He picked Rutgers to defeat us. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, of the two, here's, uh, you know, Rutgers and Notre Dame are a pick em, uh, or, or they were this morning. When I, when I looked at it this morning, they were a pick em. But I feel like I would rather play Notre Dame. I just feel like it's a better matchup for Alabama. Uh, I also believe Rutgers is going to win uh, in terms of I, I think Rutgers will beat Notre Dame. Uh, again, it's a pick em. Notre Dame is a good team. They've beaten not just Kentucky. People go, wow, they beat Kentucky. They also beat North Carolina, you know, who's good. So Notre Dame has a couple of really good wins, not very many bad losses either. They run the floor and shoot threes. Rutgers is more of a team that wants to slow it down and play defense. I worry about how how that matchup affects us. So I, I'm pulling for Notre Dame because I think it's a better matchup for Alabama. Regardless, Alabama would have its hands full with either team. For anybody out there that's really wishing one way or the other, that becomes convinced that Alabama's better off playing this team or that team, I'll remind that person that both of these teams would beat the crap out of Vanderbilt. Mute. I'm, I'm muted. Sorry, I did it again. Okay. I think that's very, no, very true, good. though, about that. I'm trying to look up stuff while you're talking, and I forget that yeah. I'm muted sometimes. Um, <laughs> anywho. Uh, it, it shows you we do show preparation during the show, which probably means we're just doing great <laughs> paration. We're not doing preparation. I don't know how you do that. Anywho, uh, Jimmy, I want to tell everybody about runyourpool.com. March Madness is, is here. That means you need to start thinking about your bracket. You need to start working on it now. Are you going for the usual or are you going to go for the best? We've done our homework here and we're running brackets with Run Your Pool. Everybody in the Locked On Network, really, really, if you've got a business, run your pool, can take some of that madness, magic, and play alongside your employees or even gain customers. Along with standard brackets, run your pool offers game types like Survivor or Pick X. They're both really fun in their own way. And uh, they have options to edit scoring. You can offer more intel for your picks, all the stuff you won't find at ESPN or CBS. Clearly, we at Locked On believe run your pool is the best because, like I said, we're running our brackets through there. If you want to play against us for a shot at the cash prize up to $1,800, join us at runyourpool.com by like backslash Locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter Pure Madness at checkout for $10 off that pool. That's runyourpool.com backslash locked on for a chance to win a cash prize update on 1800 smacks. We look forward to seeing you there. Now, the other thing you need to get involved with real quick, if you haven't done it yet, you're really late to the program, but get to bet online and sign up ASAP. It's that time of year as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us from all the latest odds, contests, and player props. BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best sport for all your sports or best spot not, and best sport, whatever, uh, for all your sports, sport. course, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline has everything you want. You can do baseball. Now that it's out of lockout, you can do golf, you can do tennis, whatever you want. They also have the Vegas casino games you want to play. Head to the website there, use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline is where the game starts, people, and that's where you want to be. Okay, let's go back to your countdown, Jimmy. Um, mm -hmm. We left off on number 28. Uh, Deontay Lawson is where you have uh, him, number 28. Mm -hmm. You say he's one of the highest-ranked kids on the list who has not played with the first team in games. And I'm with you on this. I love me some Deontay Lawson. I think he's a badass in waiting, and I'm looking forward to him hitting the field. I can totally buy his being at 28. Well, the reason I put him at 28, I mean, I mean, obviously I put him at 28 because I, I feel I feel he's today the 28th best player on the roster. That's why. But but if you think about it, 
I mean, there's 22 starters, right? And uh, the, and Deontay Lawson's not certain to be a starter. He's gonna he's gonna compete with Jalen Moody for a starting spot at will linebacker, uh, and he may not win that spot. Moody may win it as the veteran uh, because he may or may not win. I think right around 22 to just outside 22 is a good spot for him. Also, this is ranked based on you know these rankings are based on what we've seen on the field. Lawson did play in four games last year, but he redshirted. We did see him last spring. Really impressive. Actually, a first-team player with the ones on spring practice last year as a true freshman. That should tell you what the staff uh, thinks about Deontay. So at 28, uh, I'm not going to evaluate my own list. I think it's great. But if I was, I would say, boy, I think, uh, I think Jimmy, you got Deontay a little low there. Yeah, I can see that. I can see where some people would think you have Deontay Lowe, as I'm trying to get you off the big screen. Um, but I, I think that's right. We got to see more out of him before you can put him any higher. I think that you, you would. The case would be better that you have him too high. Wait a minute. Yeah, too high really? versus too low. Really? That's my. I'm with right. you. I've, I'm, I'm with you. But I think the case could be made otherwise. Now, yeah. This is what's here's what's weird to me. You have number 27, Jalen Moody, and number 26, yeah. Kyrie Jackson. And mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, I'm putting Deontay Lawson ahead of those two dudes because the only significant action Kyrie Jackson's seemed to play was in the national championship game. It, tell me I'm wrong there. Um, mm -hmm. He played a lot of the Cincinnati game too. Uh, but yeah. I didn't think he was – I thought he was fine. I mean, certainly mm -hmm. not elite. Um, and uh, potential-wise, I'm much higher on Deontay Lawson. Uh, yeah, I think I'm higher on Deontay Lawson, but I think it gets back a little bit to what the rankings are, which is a ranking of what we've seen. What we've seen, not a projection. It's not a, a guess as to what these guys' careers will look like. It's like, who's the best player right now? And I had Kyrie slightly ahead of Moody and Lawson, uh, based on this, Kyrie, in his first year on the team, I realize he's a JUCO, but in his first year on the team, by season's end, he was a starter in the playoffs. Um, Moody has been there for four years and has never been a starter. He might be now in his final fifth year. Uh, Deontay uh, was on the team the same, the same amount of time Kyrie was, and he redshirted. So Kyrie has gotten himself on the field and playing in significant games. Uh, but notice I also have Kyrie out of the top 22. I, I don't believe myself that Kyrie is going to maintain a position as a starter. I think he's going to lose out to Kool-Aid and Eli, Eli Ricks. Therefore, I was a little hesitant to put Kyrie in the top 22. So I have him just outside there. I have Moody one spot ahead of Deontay Lawson because I think going into the spring, I think I would rank Moody ahead of Lawson. I, I, as a guess, which that list is not a guess, but if I'm guessing, I think Lawson beats out Moody, maybe even the spring. And in the post-spring rankings, we might find Lawson ahead of Moody. But today, okay. I have the senior Moody ahead of the freshman Lawson. Okay, this this seems this is the first time we've discussed that aspect. Like, you plan to re-rank after spring, which, okay, oh my God, did you rank? Yeah. <laughs> I would have if the car was moving, but uh, it fell off its, my bird here fell off its perch. 
we haven't made it through a podcast without some yeah. minor catastrophe yet. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, if you do a post-spring ranking, okay, I, I yeah. can buy that. Um, I, that makes a lot more sense to me now. So yeah, well, see, yeah, I'm going to re-rank when the spring is over. Yeah. And I'm not anticipating giant swings one yeah. way or the other. I'm anticipating more subtle changes. But a subtle change could be right now I have Lawson one spot yeah. behind Moody. Yeah, uh, I think that's an interesting one to watch, you know, post-spring. All right, buddy, that's going to do it for today. Tomorrow we'll continue the countdown. We'll maybe have some more recruiting news, and we'll talk some more basketball stuff. I will say this as we, as I take everybody out here. Um, I thought this was pretty cool. Uh, this is a shout-out to Mike Rodak. By the way, yeah. who, who is Mike Rodak? He's got to be a Alabama AL. beat reporter for AL.com. AL. Okay. Yeah. Did you you remember? Did you ever watch Space Giants? No. Okay. The villain was named Rodak. Anyway, um, my according to Mike Rodak, this is Nate Oates, a Nate Oates quote. This has been an unbelievable season. Let's not forget that we're at a place that is changing the culture of men's basketball. It's been 16 years since they've gone to back-to-back NCAA tournaments. So again. While we can all be disappointed in the Georgia loss, the Missouri loss, the even the Memphis loss, if you want to, because they were playing like shit when we played them, or the and losing three in a row at the end with Texas A&M blowing us out at home, losing a fourteen point lead to Vandy in the tournament, all that's fair. But let's 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 do keep uh, the big picture here. And the the people that were saying decline the tournament invitation and you know the fire Nate Oates accounts. Y'all can stick it because this dude's got it going on, and this conference is really tough. Um, and we needed Namari Burnett this year, so let's just let's just go with that. And I'm not trying to make excuses; we are what we are. But to to be sure, you can be disappointed in the last three losses. I'm I'm cool with that. I'm disappointed in them, but you can't be disappointed in the season, and you cannot be disappointed where we are as a program. That's that's what I'm saying. And, Jimmy, I'll let you talk about all that tomorrow because it's time for us to run. But until tomorrow, roll tide, everybody. Roll tide.